Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O, and my co-host. Aloha from Hawaii. The weather does not suck. No, it doesn't, but it is pretty cloudy today. <laughs> it's cloudy, and we've been getting a lot of rain, and the islands have been thirsty, and some people are kind of grumbly about it, but we really have needed a lot of moisture here. Yeah, we have. It's been very dry. Sounds people, odd to say that, surrounded by an ocean. Yes, and, tro- and tropics. Um, but we do have our dry season, so it is nice to have some rain, except for it kind of puts a damper on a beach day. Puts a damper on the beach day, and my island hut leaks in places. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but it's like a warm shower, a cool shower, <laughs> I should say. Yes. Um, the show today is, we've been doing a lot of shows on universal laws. Um, we've been getting a lot of calls and questions on universal laws that um, a lot of this, these uh, questions can be answered in my up-and-coming book, which we talk about every show. I wonder if people are starting to go, yeah, really, you, you, you didn't write a book. You tell us about it every week. We don't know the title. We don't know when it's coming out. But it really is, um, I believe the website and the title should probably be released next week. And um, then hopefully it will be, because we just in the final um I just have to do the final approval, and then it'll go straight to print, so that's pretty exciting. But So if you're interested in the universal laws and that type of stuff, this is going to be a book that's um, really great for all ages, all different backgrounds as far as faith, all different um, experience levels, in spirituality, that sort of thing. It really helps explain a lot. People love this book. They, they really do. So one of the things um, when it comes to universal laws is people start trying to work with them when they're on a a new journey, a new spiritual journey. And when they start trying to work with them, uh, they try to use their old belief system. And I think that I don't know if people aren't clear on how that works or if it's just really, really hard to change your belief system after a while and, and you have to remind yourself consistently. But what me and Kaleo have noticed is people will call in and they'll be like, I don't know what are some of the things they'll they're having trouble with job or you know they're they're having trouble with a relationship and they'll they'll want to really do a lot of they'll do a lot of visualizing and and then they'll say well but this isn't working because you know um, when when we talk about some things that we see in the future they'll go well you know but I can't can't take a part time job or I I can't take a um, it has to be this much or it won't pay the bill. You've had a couple of callers in relation to that. Uh, right. Since we've been doing this show where they were desperate. When am I, when's money going to come? When's this going to happen? I'm thinking of one that called in twice that, that we know of, uh, as a matter of fact, that said, well, and you uh, gave this caller advice on, well, you might go in this direction. This might open up. Well, that's not going to be enough. And, and you know, a little bit is better than nothing. And also that, that it wasn't in their field of expertise and they just weren't going to do that kind of job. Right. But they needed a job and they needed money and they needed it now. Right. And the the point trying to get across for, for that is, um, when you're, they were trying to do the visualizing and trying to be positive, but if you're not open to not exactly knowing every path, every single part of how you're going to get from from being completely broken in survival mode to being able to pay your bills, if you are if you are open to just knowing at some point you will be able to pay your, pay your bills and not forcefully trying to make it happen in a specific manner through a certain amount of hours at a job, 
through a certain amount or a certain type of job or in a relationship, having, you know, having to know where you meet people. When you start wanting to know directly how your path is going to get you from where you're in survival mode or where you're lonely or whatever to the outcome that you're visualizing, that is not working with the universal laws. That's really trying to force something to happen. And you can't manifest and visualize and work with the universal laws if you're insisting on understanding exactly how that's going to work out. What you don't understand a lot of times is it most of the time will work out better than you possibly even imagined, but you didn't have that information to go that far. So people get stuck and hung up on they need to know how. Well, how's that going to happen? It's like, I don't know, you get stuck in your own mind. It's like your, your mind's logic takes over at that point. And people are trained for so long from when they're little to, you know, have to understand how you're going to make that much money. Okay, well, you need to graduate, and then you have to go to college, and then you have to, you know, do it in a field where there's proven uh, sets of income. And then, you know, the the chances of you uh, getting into that field are this big because this is what the economy is allowing right now. It's like people have trained themselves to have to be on a on a path that they can see. Well, that doesn't work with the universal laws. The, that's where trust really comes in. And that's where it really, really is hard to question your beliefs. And when, you know, when you're going to work with the universal laws, you need to be able to question your belief system, which that's the belief system I'm talking about. The belief system is, you know, there's only certain ways you can make money. The belief system is, there's only certain amount of men or women out there. And more of your belief system, the economy is doing badly. More belief system, there's only, uh, you know, I'm getting older and when am I going to be able to have a baby? See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about harming anybody. You definitely, you know, you don't want to change that part of your belief system. You want to always have love towards others and, and you know, that sort of thing. I'm talking about the belief system that, Life has to work a certain way as far as relationships, as far as money, as far as getting where you want to and, and, and happiness. It has to be drawn out for you. You know, that's hard, isn't it? It's kind of like, uh, you know, from listening and some of the conversations you and I have shared about it, it's, it's a little bit like people are trying to or wanting when they pray and they meditate, they're wanting to win the universal lottery of manifestation, so to speak, and don't realize that in a lot of ways – it's an, it, it can be a little incremental step toward uh, abundance or the, the appropriate relationship and that kind of thing. In other words, it's not like the parting of the Red Sea all the time. It's, it's, uh, it's like, uh, well, you know, uh, I need money, I need it now, and some little part-time job might come up. Right. Uh, okay, this isn't the big corporate thing you're looking for, but it's going to float you a little bit at least uh, to get you closer right. and, and, and get, you, get your wheels moving a little bit. I liken it a little bit to having a flat tire in a car and they've got those little donut spares now. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, are you not going to put that donut spare on there just because it's not the tire that you want, or are you going to put it on there to get to where you need to be and get the appropriate thing from that point on? It gets you from that point to where you need to be. Well, and the other thing, too, is I like to call it the law, um, you know, you're working with the laws of manifestation, not the laws of instant gratification. 
Mm. So that's, that's a good point. <laughs> because, <laughs> yes, the, in the universal laws, let's make that clear, there are no laws of instant gratification. God grant me patience and do it now. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and that's where people start getting hung up on, you know, well, it's not happening fast enough. You know, everything's instant gratification anymore. There's a lot of stuff in my book about this. Everything's instant gratification. Texting is instant gratification. You know, your your cell phone, your lifeline, your, you know, Facebook, you know, you, you email. You don't even have to wait for a freaking letter in the mail anymore. I, it's instantaneous. You know, you, you, all these things, people have be, trained themselves to work in that manner. Now, when you work with the universal laws and you start getting into where you're trusting, things can come very quickly to you. Yeah. But until you get to the point where you really form that trust and the belief that there is another way and you form the trust that you specifically don't have the answers, that's a biggie for everybody. Anybody listening to the show, is you really have to trust that there is other answers than what you have and what you've been taught. There's other um, that you have to trust that there's another way that it can work out than what you can see in your brain, what you can logically make sense of. That is really huge to working with the So you want to challenge your basic belief systems? Yes. Uh, if, if things aren't working for you. Exactly. You, you want to just try to trust that you don't have all the answers. People really think that they have all the answers and they get frustrated because it's not working out the way that they want it to. Like they can't see, you know, they can't see themselves coming out of survival mode to paying their bills unless it goes the way that they see. And they know it has to be this way. You, I have to have another job making this much money. I have to have it this way. Those are their answers and they get so stuck on that they know the answers, and then when they don't see it working out that way, there's more frustration. You have to trust that, you know what, you may not have all the answers, and a lot of times you won't when it comes to universal laws, and that is so hard for people people to get wrap their head around. That's actually hard for everybody. It's been hard for you on occasion. It's been hard for me on occasion. Um, but I've been doing this for so long that for the most part, um, that's actually... I have more faith in the universal laws and, and trusting that than I do in anything that's been created before um, that people talk about statistic-wise. I have more faith in the universal laws than I do in the economy. Oh, my God, hands down, do I have more faith in the universal laws than I do in that. I have more faith in the universal laws than I do um, in anything that that holds way more weight to me than what people say is going to happen, can happen, how it should happen, how it should work out, that sort of thing. So for me, it's very different. Um, you take all those things into consideration, but there's a point when if you really want something to happen in your life, you have to trust that it – that's how people, you know, got on the moon. That's how people become Michael Jackson type. That's how people um, invent, invent things, um, airplanes for instance, that's how people um, become very big spiritual leaders or um, very big um, musicians or uh, break sound barrier type things. Many, many, many of those people, you know, Einsteins and all different kinds of people, they were consistently told, 
well, how are you going to do that? That's that's never going to work, and you can't do that. And, you know, they were consistently, but they didn't believe it. They all thought out of the box. They thought there's something bigger. I'm trusting that there's something bigger out there. Really, I watch a lot of biographies because I like to see how people think. And um, a a lot of biographies with uh, huge pop star icons, um, actors and actresses, um, most of those people, a lot of those people were told uh, they couldn't do certain things or that they couldn't, uh, you know, work in a certain way. They didn't manner. have what it would they take. They didn't yeah. have what it took. Um, you know, they had teachers from a young age telling them they wouldn't amount to anything. Or And many times, according to the way that people would normally take the path to that particular success, they they had to take a different path. Right. Because they kept getting told, no, you can't, you, you won't fit in here. Right. So they just went, I'm not taking that for an answer. So, yes, that's a very good point because um, then they are, they're no longer, they're not working with the physical eyes like everybody else because if they were, they would have given up at that point because they would have been, you know, being told repeatedly they couldn't do something or they would have had blockers come up to where things didn't work um, Maybe they were kicked out of some schools that didn't work for them, but they were a different type of person. So that sort of thing. And they just continued and continued to um, have this vision and to make this happen. And they really didn't let anybody tell them otherwise. And they just focused so far ahead in what that they wanted to accomplish, and they worked towards that goal. And that's really what you need to do with the universal laws because um, another thing, we did a friends, our friends and family versus universal laws last week, and it's a, that's another thing. You know, it's not just your beliefs. You're also going to have a, a whole bunch of beliefs thrown on to you. You know, you're going to have a bunch of their um, opinions and that sort of thing. So the universal laws, it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work um, being taught with a, your belief system. We were talking earlier about uh, jobs. Was it a job that you we were talking about? Well, we were talking about uh, jobs and groups, basically, <clears throat> some groups that I've worked with and how people will say, oh, right. I've tried, you know, I, I tried doing that. You'll suggest to someone, for example, and I've heard you do it on the show, uh, well, you know what, I, what I see you doing is uh, X job for a while. Well, I don't want to do that. Or I tried that. Uh, and I used to work with clients in recovery, and I would say, well, have you, have you done anything, any support groups, uh, like AA or anything like that? And they'd say, well, yeah, I tried that. It didn't work for me. Well, how many times did you try it? Well, I went once. It didn't work. I said, well, that's like buying the abs of steel program and doing one sit-up. Right. So when you're changing things, the immediate gratification thing. Right. It's like, okay, you have to give it time to, to, to work. It's, you know, if you visited a foreign country, for example, I mean, you're lost. And you have to give it time to find your way around before you're comfortable. That's how it was when I moved to Hawaii. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, I've been living here solidly now for a year, but I'm just now becoming comfortable with a, a small island. So but then if you come island. in resistant to a new country or to, um, you know, a group or anything, when you come in resistant, it also makes it harder for you. You don't adjust as well. You're exactly. not seeing the results. Well, you come in with your own ideas. I yes. went to, on a vacation to Mexico one time with, uh, with Dennis's dad, a good friend of ours, and, well, a, a relative of ours, actually. And we were sitting in Puerto Vallarta. Our room wasn't ready. We were relaxed. There was this relatively, apparently, affluent man that came in. 
His room wasn't ready. We were sitting enjoying some umbrella drinks, waiting for our room. And he started, I had a reservation. My room is that, you know, and I'm supposed to have this room. They were behind with their housekeeping and such. And the people at the counter just looked at him and said, sure, we'll get your room ready. You know, that guy sat there all afternoon demanding of these uh, of this uh, Mexican group uh, behind the front desk. Said, By God, you give me my room and you give it now. I have so that's similar to trying to demand, demand something that you want to happen into your future because you're very frustrated, and that would be sort of trying to demand. That's kind of like when you're trying to really try to bring money in. A lot of people I see take that similar approach to I need to have this money, and I don't think that they do it necessarily in a grumpy way. Mm-hmm. Like the man. They're in a panic. But they're in a panic. And he was in a panic, yeah. I think. Uh, so, you know, that, that reminds me, because we're talking about the instant gratification and stuff like that. We were talking about this a little bit uh, earlier before the show this morning. Can you explain then to people who are in such a pinch how universal time and physical time uh, work differently? Oh, geez. Because, you know, I'm looking yeah. at the clock. I need this yeah. now. And so... How is that in relation to universal time so people can kind of go, okay, this works a little differently? Well, it works a lot differently. Well, the other thing about universal time and and physical time is, and this is something people are going to love when I mention this out loud, um, but (laughs) people with, with physical time, when you're checking the clock all the time, universally that actually pushes the time clock. So the more focus that you have on you're not getting it or it's not happening quick enough, the further universally it'll go. So the tighter you, the, you, you so get the, tighter, so your system can't receive. It's like you cannot; maybe? it doesn't allow it to come in. So the more that you focus on you don't, you're not having it, or it, you know you're not ha- you don't have any money, or you don't have that job, or you don't have that relationship. The more that you focus on it, that's what the universe is hearing, and so that's what you know people need to start getting into the point of what am I thinking? Okay, if that's what I'm thinking, the universe is hearing this. So, you know, you're frustrated because you don't have the job. You're frustrated because you don't have the relationship. So the universe is going, okay, they don't have a job and they need more money and they don't have that relationship and they just send it back to you. So what you're wanting to happen is further down the road. And every time that you just focus really hard on what is happening at that point in life and, and, and stressing about it, that's what's being manifested on a daily basis. So how can people be more comfortable then what are some ways for them to be more comfortable about receiving one of the things that instead of okay you let's just take a job for instance let's say that you're in survival mode looking for a job because i i've had a lot of those questions i've never been there (laughs) (laughs) so let's just take you're in survival mode looking for a job instead of usually what happens to people is throughout the day they start going, they start stressing. They start thinking, you know, I'm not making enough money and I, I really don't want to go to this job today. And they, it, it has an effect on them pretty much throughout the day. And then they'll get a bill in the mail and they don't want to check the mail because there's going to be bills in there that they have to pay or whatever. They know the 15th is coming up or whatever time it is. And so this is what's consistently running through your head. If you're, if you're doing that, you're going to create more of that. What you can do to change that, let's say you're in survival mode, you still do the things that you have to do. You still maybe possibly go to the food stamp office or, um, you know, go to the part-time job that you have. But what you do is you have to change. You have to change your attitude, and that is so hard for people to do. But if, I'm too if, proud to go yes. to the food stamp office. But let's say ideally we do it anyway. So what I would, if I could change you, what I would do is, okay, 
start finding things to enjoy during your day and still continue to do those things and then take time out of your day when you start to worry about not having enough money. Start to think about what will it be like in the future since I create my own future, I'm going to imagine that and feel what it feels like if I have, wouldn't it be neat if I, when in the future when I have like 500 extra dollars, I paid all my bills and I have 500 extra dollars that month. Because you'll feel your body relax and then you'll start imagining what would I spend that money on? Like what would be the first thing that I would go spend an extra $500 on as that check came, you know, to me and I, and I just sent out all my payments. And then your body relaxed. Now you're starting to send out imagery to the universe. You're starting to send out imagery of, you know, oh, in the future she's creating an extra or he's creating an extra $500 after all of his bills are paid. See, so that starts going out to the universe instead of the stress. Now, you teach a nice thought pattern because I've heard you do it in your lectures before, telling people to think about, won't it be nice when I'm able to do this? Right. Won't it be nice when I can do this, when this job comes up and I'm able to right. spend $500 on my kids or something? Right, because the amount of time that you spend stressing, um, you know, let's say that you spend 20 minutes stressing out that you couldn't pay that bill, or you spend 20 minutes going wow, that'll feel really neat when I'm getting extra money. And the amount of times that you stress you couldn't pay that bill, it changes nothing for you. All it does is continue to manifest your current situation. So take that 20 minutes. It doesn't bring you in more money by stressing about that for 20 minutes. It doesn't bring that check in. It doesn't make anything different. All it does is recreate the same pattern and it raises your blood pressure. So if you take that 20 minutes that you stressed about not being able to pay the bill and imagine how relieved that your body feels and how wonderful and light that you would feel when you, when you start bringing in an extra $500, then you're sending out your, your thought pattern changes, your vibration changes, it goes out to the universe. The universe gets a picture. The universe starts manifesting your future. Now, people get to the point where they go, well, how's that going to happen? I'm not even sure I believe that the manifestation can happen. That's what I'm talking about. You cannot, that's, we're challenging your belief. And, and the point is, and most people really don't like this, I've also heard you talk about this in your lectures, and I've talked about it in some of my counseling groups, is that you've manifested where you are. Yes, right they now. really, really don't like that. I don't like it much either because I don't. Sometimes I manifest myself or behave myself, as we would say in therapy, right into a corner. Of- Usually, you can go back. I've noticed, and I do this with my own life, but I've done it with clients. In current situations, then you're in. You can usually trace your thoughts back to thinking those things a year ago, two years ago, and and how you got there, like being worried about getting laid off, being worried about getting laid off, being worried about getting laid off, and all of a sudden you got laid off. So so then in talking about this and the manifestation, then how important for us is it, uh, how important is our self-talk? Oh, it's 100% important. That, That is the main thing. So when you're talking to yourself and when you're thinking things to yourself, that is, that's all of it. That's all the universal laws. That's all of the manifestation. So you have to, that's where you're checking your thoughts and how you're viewing life and, and where you get from point A to point B. Let's go back to the job, for instance. When you're going from, I don't have enough money to pay my bills, and you decide, okay, I'm going to try this new thing that she's saying, even though I'm not really sure about it, and I'm going to start imagining that um, the $500 is going to be, you know, what I'd spend it on. Maybe I'd go somewhere with my kids or I'd go out to eat or whatever. See, my point being there 
is in the logical physical laws, you want to know, okay, well, how am I ever, where am I going to get a job that I make an extra $500 a month? Like, that means I'd have to go apply at certain places. That means that I'd have to go, you know, do all of these different things. And that means that job would have to be available in my town. That means I'd have to be more qualified. See, in the logical, physical world, these things will apply and start to happen in your head. That's usually your current belief system. In the universal law world, your current belief system doesn't exist. There's no limitations. It doesn't work like that. So when you just trust that you want to work with a different set of rules, a different set of laws as far as manifestation, you're going to – somebody may actually offer you a promotion. Somebody's cousin may have something. I have a good example of this, actually. My um, new book and an interview that I had – uh, I had an interview on my up-and-coming book. It's going to be in a, one of the top spiritual magazines in Japan. And it's a top spiritual magazine that um, it's been on the market there for 18 years. It's like Anamon. And, you know, they did quite a feature on me in there, and some other people had found out about it, and they were like, how in the world did you get into that magazine? Because here in Hawaii, um, Japan and, and um, Japanese tourists and things that come in, you know, they're they're very well linked with Hawaii, and so they exchange a lot of people back and forth as far as tourism and all that. So it's um, quite cool. a, in schools and learning, and it's quite an honor to be um, featured in in their magazine. And uh, I was telling um, some people that were like, you know, I would have loved to got my products in, in that Japanese magazine. I would have loved to have been featured in there. I so how did you do that? And I told them, I, well, it just fell in my lap. And then I kind of started laughing because I thought, you know, everything that you create doesn't just fall in your lap. And since I teach this all the time, I knew at some point in time that I had thought about being in a Japanese magazine. Otherwise, that would not have been created. And I thought, when the heck would I have thought about being in a Japanese magazine? So this is when I started doing this little game, which I would like all of you to do, is to where you trace your thoughts backwards. And so I started thinking about it, and it was a year to a year and a half earlier. Um, I was at a place um, with a uh, popular um, uh, food place in, in our town and tons of Japanese tourists co- would come to this, this food place and they would come consistently. The economy, you know, started to turn a little bit. Some of the other restaurants were having a hard time, but this restaurant continuously stayed just completely packed. And so I went in there one day and I asked them because somebody had said they were in a Japanese magazine and I said to them, you know, do you advertise in a Japanese magazine? And they said, um, no, we don't advertise at all. We were featured at one point in time uh, into a Japanese tourist magazine and people have been coming ever since. And so I thought, wouldn't it, it was at that point in time, it was like a year and a half ago, I was thinking, wouldn't it be really neat if, if I could be um, in some type of Japanese magazine where I could really help a lot more people, not just in the U.S., but a lot more people um, try to live a happier life and, and, and teach them, you know, what I've been having such good results teaching. And so I thought, that would be great. And I thought about this for about two weeks, and I kind of laughed about it. And I thought, I don't know Japanese. I don't know any Japanese magazines and how in the world. Any Japanese people. Yeah, well, well I did know some well, of them. But it, yeah. How do you, how would I ever, how would that ever happen? You know, that's your physical, you know, mind for a minute. 
But I didn't hold on to that. I just sort of laughed about it, thought about it, thought I would really enjoy doing it, and then I let the thought go. I didn't hold on to it. I just kind of let it just go out there. Well, a client of mine just happened to know the editor to um, the top spiritual magazine, and they were looking for somebody, and they just wanted me. And so that happened a year and a half later. And all these other people have been trying to get into those magazines, and, and um, they're not having its success. So, you know, it, it's stuff like that that you can also trace your thoughts back to. I've also known people that have uh, hated – this happens all the time. If somebody comes to me and they hate their job, if they really, really don't like their job and they're unappreciative of it, and this goes on for quite a while, I, I kid you not, you will be fired or laid off. It never, ever surprises me. It happens consistently. I've had that happen to me. Yes, and um, I've been laid off, you know, in the past as well, and um, I've had several family members, and they, they'll start coming to me, you know, how's things going? Well, I'm not loving my job. I'm not loving this, and I'll just, I bite my tongue because I don't offer advice family members um, and unless they ask me because you're stepping on their toes um, so or anybody for that matter but I see it coming and then they'll call me and say you know I got laid off and then they're all upset I but don't understand yeah I, I I'm I got laid off and I don't know what to do and I'm thinking to myself really I mean did you you hated that job you talked about not quitting every other day you know these are the types of things that happen that works the same way if you can't find a job. If you consistently sit there and, and, and think, there's no jobs for me out there. I've applied at all these places. Um, there's no jobs in my town. Uh, the economy isn't right. You know, um, I'm not getting any callbacks. You know, that is going to repeat itself. That's your manifestation of the future. So you really need to change your thought process, but you can't have to know how it's going to work out. Relationships. I don't recommend them. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. But everybody wants one if they're not in one. They're not sure that they like the one they're in if they're in one. Um, and a lot of times if they're in one, they want out of one. It's really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got to write that down, yeah. I'm going to have to listen to the show so, again later so I can write that down. That was beautiful. Yeah, it's a true it's story. A tear to my eye. So anyways, um, they consistent. I the amount of time that people spend thinking about the relationships that they're in, not in, or want is crazy throughout the day. But what they do is instead of, you know, trying to think of somebody that would be a good match for them or whatever, they just take whatever. And then, you know, they go, oh, they look cute What about whatever. the round peg and the square hole relationships where they have someone who's not a good match, but they want them to be a good match, so they want this person by God in the form of something else, but in this person's body. Right, exactly. Whatever, that's a big issue. But they also um, don't believe that they can have a relationship another way. Yeah, they don't believe that what if somebody else doesn't come. That's another thing that just really makes me crazy is when people look at changing a relationship or getting into a relationship or changing a job, or finding a job, um, they're always like, what if I don't ever find somebody? What if I don't find anybody ever? What if I find the next person I find is worse than the one I have, so by God, I better try to fix this person I have because I've invested two years or I've invested, you know, two months or 20 years or whatever, and it could be worse. Everything could be worse. It, it could be a worse job situation. What if I leave and I hate that job worse? You know, what if... And do you ever hear people not think that? 
I, it's amazing to me the amount of people that think, you know, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And everybody, if they say what if, it's always worse. It's always worse. Uh, you know, Carolyn Mace, one of our favorites, uh, calls that uh, uh, woundology. People share their woundology in order to, you know, create some sort of a rapport. But the thing is, is you can create a joyous uh, type of uh, existence like you're talking about. What, what, what would feel better to you for crying out loud? Well, yeah, but it, see, that's where the belief system comes in is everything's more of a negativity-based. It's always a... I think that's because of a lot of, in the Western uh, Hemisphere anyway, a lot of the uh, the negative sensationalist news programs and news magazines. And, I mean, let's face it, we got little kids that are out there being abused and kidnapped and, and, and facing untold horrors, but someone like uh, nothing against Lindsay Lohan that will be on the front page because she's going to jail for a DUI. I mean, those are that's what I'm saying is it's so out of proportion, you know, in relation to sure because they also don't talk about um, certain areas that the economy is recovering in. They don't talk about certain areas where um, you know that are safer areas because people don't read that stuff. The that's the yeah. thing is they're not they're trained. Um, that's not of interest to them. It's like people people really be in this society right now in the way that it's working, people get more excited, they're so bored and stuff, they get more excited by by drama type situations. They they're really so unfulfilled in, in one areas that they that draws people's attention. It doesn't draw people's attention when um they, you know, Lindsay Lohan's doing very well. Right. Or um that the economy's starting to recover, you know, or that um in some areas of the country home sales are really booming. Even though that they've dropped, they're still booming. And some of those people you know, that are selling their houses that are booming are still making money because they bought it at such a low price. You know, people don't care about that. They really don't care because they'll go, well, I'm not making any money. They're making money, but I'm not making any money. Lindsay Lohan, maybe she's doing better, let's say. Then people will be like, well, you know, my spouse is still drinking. So it's always, it's like, I, I think that people want things, they feel like their life is really to, a, to where um, they're unhappy with it. So they want it's like sometimes, as sad as this is, if, if something's worse, it can make them feel a little bit better, as in it makes it focus on somebody else's problem. feel like somebody else is at least, at least I'm better off than they Yes, at least I'm better. And that, in a, in, a, in a sad way, but in a true way, if you know that somebody is worse off than you, it makes you feel a little bit better about your situation. You know, I and, could be in their shoes. Yes, I could be in their shoes, or at least, thank goodness, I have you know a, a roof over my head if they don't, or you know, it's so. Which really, in some ways, is is not a bad motivator. No, it's not a bad motivator. Uh, because you know, for, there are so many of us that could easily look at different situations and say, you know, I could be in in their shoes. So, you know, I do have a blessing to actually look at here. Right. It could actually be. Worse. It could, but um, the thing is, it it trains everybody to go, what if, what if I lost my house? What if my, you know, my daughter turned out like Lindsay Lohan? What if, um, you know, my spouse went somewhere and did get shot? They start to go, you know, what if I leave my spouse and I get in a worse situation? What if? You know, I leave my spouse or whatever and or my boyfriend and I can't pay the bills. What if I can't pay the bills next month and it gets worse the month after that? They start going into this spiral of negativity. And and basically, I realize that at this point in time, um, it's not just a lot of my clients 
that are like this, so a lot of my clients that come to me are ready for a change. They're ready to question their belief system. They're ready to learn a different way, but a lot of times they're ready to do that because they've talked to my other clients, mm-hmm. and they're doing, you know, very well, and so they're learning a new way. But I notice the many people I meet that don't even know what I do, um, a lot of friends, a lot of um, even family members can be that way, um, you know, or friends of other friends that you meet or just being at Walmart or wherever, you are, I am so surrounded, everybody's so surrounded with the negativity, with the, I can't, the economy is doing bad, you know, what if it gets worse? Everybody's like that. If you, if everybody just started wandering around, just going, you know, I want something to be better. So for people that have a specific belief system, and, and we all have them, you know, or have come through them or are working on them or, or, or comfortable with them or whatever, how how can they, if they're looking to change what's not working for them, what are some of the ways that they can find, uh, you know, a mentor or find a way to help them adjust or, or shift or expand their beliefs? Well, there's a lot of different things that you can do, um, and there's a lot of things you can do for free, by the way, too, if, any, if anybody's interested. You know, there's tons of YouTube videos out there um, on different things that can help you uh, have a more positive, you know, attitude or um, positive uplifting stories even. If you read positive uplifting stories, you know, Chicken Soup for the Soul, any of those type of things. Anything that's positive, if you start just subjecting yourself to that, any type of positive TV shows, um, com- comedies, that type of thing, it will begin to shift your perspective a little bit. Um, books, very, there's a lot of books. The book that, um, that I have coming out is going to have a lot of that information on, and I'm getting very, very good results with people reading that and changing their own life. Um, you know, there's uh, different, you can even go to counselors or, or intuitive consultants or um, different people that teach that sort of thing. So, you know, you can find things in your area. You can even check out books at the library. There's some really amazing books out there. Um, the library is a great source. Yeah, so there's a lot of free stuff out there, too. But I specifically like people to um, try to connect with people they've either heard on the, um, that they're drawn to, either on the radio, TV, or whatever. I like people to um, be referred to to books or be referred to um, intuitive consultants, you know, such as myself or whatever, or um, life coaches or be referred by other people that have had good results. I don't like people to just go out and do cold um, call type uh, uh, consulting with everybody unless that they feel like, you know, something drew them to that person, whether it be they're hearing them on the radio or TV or whatever, or by a friend, because it, there's, you know, a lot of good ones out there, but there's a lot of not so good ones out there. So if you're going to spend the money, if you are going to spend money on that type of consulting, you really want to make sure that it's probably a referral basis, because that's really important. If you go buy books, it's not so much money. You can spend, a, you know, books, it's uh, 12 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. Or you can go to the library and check them out. And you can get most free. of those books right in the library yeah. and check them out and maybe see, yeah, okay, I do want to purchase this yeah. book. And that's actually one of the reasons that I have written the book is because um, I know that a lot of people, uh, first of all, I, um, my book, I, I expect to be going global. But um, secondly, and I can't be all those places, um, but also you know, a lot of people can afford 11.95 plus shipping, which is what I believe that book is going to cost, uh, versus, you know, $150 or whatever. So uh, there's a many, many options. And once you start 
noticing the results in your own thought pattern, it's really important to um, notice that you you can't always change your thought pattern overnight, too. It's something that you will work on probably your whole life. I mean, even now we catch ourselves um, doing some things where you'll catch yourself if you're having a bad day, you can go, oh, dang it, you know, I need to change my train of thought back to um, getting into a more positive type thing. And you don't have to run around like, you know, throwing flowers around or anything like that. <laughs> you know, you I just, usually use a different phrase than dang. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to do that, but you can, you know, you have to keep your, your attitude positive. You have to keep it uplifted. Anything that makes you feel in a good mood, music is a huge mood uplifter. Um, any type of comedy show, that sort of thing. Once you get your mood elevated, then you want to start imagining the way that you want your life to be. You just daydream. That's all you really got to do. You don't even need to. But daydream in a positive. Yes. Light in a positive. Daydream in a positive. Well, light. Like a kid. Like, a, like kid. a kid. Exactly. And you stop. Everything's positive. With the, you every time you start worrying about the bills being paid, people a lot some you know where they're worrying for 20 minutes or a half hour, even though they still don't know how it's going to get paid. That's the time you want to put the music on. That's the time you want to listen to your comedy show. Any time that you start to get in that mood, even if you don't daydream, if you just shift your happiness level, I don't. People don't realize that is a huge uh, law of attraction type thing. If you just every time that you get in a in a bad mood or a cranky mood or you're feeling really down, if you just are not in the mood to sit there and try to imagine your life better because you're just too ticked off to do so, do something to change your mood. Like I said, music, beach, run, go see a friend, you know, go do something to just mood lift and switch your focus. Once you switch your focus off being really cranky and ticked off and and, and upset about a situation you'll feel things shift for you. And that's an actual thing because it affects your vibration. That's also something I talk about in my book. Um, and vibration specifically links very closely with universal laws. When you're really upset about something, when you're really stressed about something, you're vibrating at a very low level. When you're very happy and excited or just having a good time or enjoying listening to music or talking to friends or excited about a promotion, whatever, your vibration is high. When you're vibrating on a lower level, you have a very hard time working with the universal laws and that sort of thing. That's when you're usually um, also in the negative belief system, that sort of thing. When you're really excited and, and having a good time and happy, you're very close to um, universal laws and your vibration matches really well with the universal laws. And when it matches, that makes your magnet more, you know, you're more of an attraction base um, and things happen. And then also people will tend to notice when they're happy, they're more positive on the outlook. They're more positive on a perspective. They're more positive about like, well, it could happen. They're more positive on that note. So anyhow, um, we're going to wrap up here because we have a couple minutes left. Uh, if you're not on my Facebook page, um, you're probably going to want to do that soon because we have a lot of information that will be coming out next week. Um, that will have my book stuff. My, I actually have a website that will specifically have all my book information on it, different than my jenniferopsychic.com website. Um, so that will be coming out in the next um, week. I think I'm going to be releasing it on Tuesday. Um, it will have the title of my book. It will have my book website. You'll be releasing the information. Yeah, the information. 
Um, then from there, I will be releasing more information on when you can buy the book. At this point in time, the publisher told me it's eleven ninety five uh, plus shipping. So that's and do they have an estimate? Do you have an estimated release date? They, you know how that works. Uh, I've I been do. told, I'm but geez. Um, so I'm assuming it's going to be middle of so, October. Yes, there is an estimated date, <laughs> folks. <laughs> It's a universal date. <laughs> and, you know, this is going to be a really, really great book for Christmas presents. I'll tell you what, that, um, that is going to be something that really any age can enjoy, either also teenagers on up. So, um, yeah, JenniferOpsychic.com is my website. Uh, you can go to the Facebook page. It's Jennifer O. Intuitive. I have a YouTube video out and some other things, which you can find on both of those. And I guess we will see uh, yeah, aloha. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Blessings, and uh, keep working on uh, on just uh, a positive vibration. Right. Aloha, everybody.